Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shurim in the Sefer Kutim Oran. We're currently in the sixth Torah. We last left off exploring the idea of the Aleph, how the letter Aleph is not just a placeholder and it's not just the first letter of the alphabet, but it also represents a Yud on the top, a Chirik, a little dot on the top, a Vav in the middle, that diagonal line, and that Chirik, that Vav, that small point, coming off of that diagonal line towards the bottom. We learned how the bottom piece represents tshuva, and that diagonal line represents this embarrassment and perhaps the ability to stay quiet during that embarrassment. And then that top represents the kisya kavod, is that top throne of glory that's ever reaching towards the sky. Then we explored the idea of adam, aleph, dalid, mem. Adam means man, the aleph and the dome. Aleph, Dalid, Mem. Aleph with those concepts that we spoke about before, and the Dalid, Mem is Dome, is Dom, and is Dome, is both blood and is silence. In order to make man, meaning the highest level, the perfection of man, you need both these concepts of Aleph, as well as that Dom, the blood, that with the right training and the right direction, you can turn into silence for Hashem. Diving back into our text, Va'az Nasa Yichud bin Chamalulavana. And then, meaning when you can reach this level of Adam, there's a connection between the sun and the moon. Shashemesh mer levana, that the sun illuminates the moon. Benasa yichud ben Moshe v'yoshua. And this is the connection, this creates this connection between Moshe Rabbeinu and Joshua. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu was the ultimate leader and then passed the torch on to Joshua, to Yoshua, to become the leader of the next generation. As it says in Bava Basra, ki Moshe, ki chama. And Moshe's face was like the, the face of the sun, that it was shining. And this is the top piece of the olive that reaches towards the sky. Which is the concept of the Moshe, which is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. Like we learn in the Pasuk. In Tehillim, and his throne will be like the sun across from me. Which is the same concept as Above the firmament, the skies, is this image of the throne. And the point on the bottom of the Aleph, this is referring to Joshua, who is the concept of the moon. Which is this concept of the Pasuk that says, and under his feet was something like this sapphire stone. This stone or this brick is referring to the moon. And the Vav that's in the middle of the Aleph, this is referring to the Rakia, the skies. Which is the concept of a tent. Like it says in the Pasuk, Joshua, the son of Nun, did not leave his tent. Va'ohel and this tent, who rakia is the firmament or the skies, Kamoshakasiv, like the Pasik says, Vim Tachem Kaohel Shavis, Uksiv, which is connected to this Pasik, Noite Shemaim Kiriya. The first Pasuk that we read in Yeshaya means and he stretched them out like a tent to dwell in. And then the next Pasuk in Tehillim is who spreads the heavens like an overhanging sheet, referring to the sheets or walls of the tent. And the upper throne, speaking about that higher piece of the Aleph, this is broken up into three different drops or points. Because tshuva, this repentance, is dependent upon three different aspects. 
or conditions. Kamosha Kasev, like the Pasik says, Penyira Be'inav Uva Aznav Yishma Ulavavo Yavinit Vashav. Like the Pasik in Yeshaya says, lest it see with its eyes, hear with its ears, understand with its heart, and so then you can repent. And these three points correspond to the three dots of the segel. The segel is the Hebrew vowel that has three dots in the shape of an upside-down triangle and usually makes the sound eh, as in segel. The segel da chama. The Tikune Zohar says that the segel is the sun. Hainu Pnei Moishek Pnei Chama, which we learned before is the face of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is the face of the sun. So now we've connected Tshuva to Segel to Moshe Rabbeinu to the sun. Before moving on to the next part of our Torah, I want to make sure that we review in its entirety our Torah up until now, that every person has to minimize his own honor in order to maximize the honor of Hashem. Now this requires Tshuva, which is best accomplished by not responding either in the heart or the mouth to embarrassment by staying silent. When you do that, you increase the honor of Hashem by minimizing the honor of God, and then you yourself merit this kavod elokim, this godly honor. When you do this, then you're able to make tshuva on your tshuva because you grew to be a bigger person, and now as a bigger person, your new vantage point allows you to see the holes, any lacks of your tshuva before. We can then begin to make tshuva al ha We can make repentance on our repentance. We can realize how great we can be based on our new vantage point. As we continue along this cyclical upward cycle, we then realize that we must become, says Rabbi Nachman, a Bucky Baratzai, Bucky Bashoiv. We must become an expert in our running and our returning, namely our spiritual growing and our spiritual descent. We have to know when we're growing and how that's working and make sure that we continue on that path. And when it is that we have dissension, spiritual falls, we have to know what that looks like in order to hold on tight and allow that fall to not be so detrimental. When we reach this level of becoming a Bucky Baratza, a Bucky Bashoiv, and realizing that we can now make tshuva on our tshuva, we come closer to the letter Aleph, which we did review during this shiur. Aleph is connected to the word Adam because Aleph, Dalid, Mem, the Aleph and the Dam, the tshuva, the growth towards the Kisei HaKavod, is connected to the Dam, the blood, uh, your face will turn different colors when you're embarrassed, and then we can turn that into Dome, into silence. When you merit to do that, then you're bringing together both the sun and the moon, which we learned is the teacher and the disciple, the Rebbe and the student, Moshe Rabbeinu and Joshua, bringing together that higher point of the Aleph with that lower point of the Aleph, all connected by the walls of the tent. And finally, we just learned that Tshuva has three parts corresponding to the Segel, that particular vowel. One is with the eyes, one is with the ears, and one is with the heart. It should not be lost on anyone that the Segel vowel, the Nakuda called Segel, always goes below a letter, meaning Tshuva, these three-pointed Tshuva, is the foundation of all of our existence. We're going to close out today's shir, learning the next story in Likutei Moran. As has been the way of Rabbi Nachman, he's going to bring in once again a story of Rabba Babar Khana, a fabulous happening from Bava Basra. One of the challenges of these stories is really understanding them. They're often seemingly very wild and unexplainable. Rabbi Nachman is going to break it down for us and let us know how this story represents these concepts in, in Jewish mysticism that he's been teaching us thus far. Here we go. Osvav, letter 6. Ama Rabba Barbar Khana, says Rabba Barbar Khana. 
We were once traveling in the desert. We saw these geese that were so fat that their feathers fell off. There were rivers of oil flowing beneath these geese. And I asked them, Will I get a piece of you in the next world? One of these geese lifted his foot up towards me, and another goose lifted his wing towards me. When I came before Rabbi Elazar, Amarli, he told me, that in the future, the Jewish people's judgment will be on their account, seemingly referring to the geese. We have the Rashbam next to it. That's the Rashbam letting us know that their feathers fell out because of their abundant fat. Dalyali Gadfa, that he lifted his wing towards me. He lifted his wing. The Rashbam is saying that's as if to lift his wing and say, This is the part that you'll get in the world to come. Here, you're going to have my wing. Delicious. That in the future, judgment will be on their account. What does that mean? That these sins, meaning of the Jewish people, delay the arrival of Mashiach when we cause pain to living animals. Tzarbalichayim is a big iser. We're not allowed to harm an animal for no reason. This is specifically referred to by these geese who are so overweight. In the next episode, Rabbi Nachman is going to break down this story to help us understand how this happening of Rabbi Barachana will come to explain these concepts that we have been learning about thus far. We should all be zochet to climb our way up the Aleph to the highest of the highs, wishing everyone a beautiful day.